You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Balls Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 238 of the Central Indian's Favorite Podcast. Jeremiah Morrillted today with you, as always. Uh, on my right is uh, executive audio and video producer, Zach Bircham. Not in a co-host chair because it reeks of bourbon over here and he doesn't like alcohol. <laughs> on my uh, immediate left is my forever co-host, Mr. Dakota Davis. What do we have planned? Today's episode features Mr. Aaron Dickin, the returned guest, city councilman. He said uh, today in a Facebook post that it was four and a half years ago he first came on the show. <laughs> That's hard to believe. It's been six years since he's been memed. Into- How many smoke breaks <laughs> in between then and now? Uh, we gave up the smoking on this show. We yeah. don't do it anymore. We don't. At have least a not in. At least not in city places. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, nice we have that iron fist that's clamping down on our throats. <laughs> Aaron was nice and posted a picture today when the last, one of the times he was on, and I was like, I just looked at the room and said, man, how COVID not friendly was that? Thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were on each other's laps, it actually. Like, it yeah. was like a wide angle. It was, and everybody was <laughs> like nine inches from everybody that else. That studio was the acoustical dream for a podcast because it was all foam tiles. That's true. We just lived in um, in and amongst foam. I spent hours putting up all that foam. <laughs> it's not It's not your 10-year challenge, but it's pretty impressive. The difference. I heard about the phone. So the kudos. Next <laughs> All the staples in the wall. He just pulled it off and just left the staples. I was like, yeah, he moved. Sorry. Well, we had a podcast, sir, the week before I had to be out. <laughs> <laughs> we had stuff to do. What do you want from me, guys? Uh, we're going to be talking to you guys today about the candidates that have filed for office here in, uh, in Henry County. Uh, the pertinent ones for Henry County. We're going to talk a little bit maybe about some rumors of who we've got running. Uh, hint, hint, Mr. Darren Jacobs. Uh, we also have the Henry County time capsule in Newcastle, Indiana, that's going to be opened up. And then we are going to put things in it and we're going to discuss what way, what we would like to be put in the time capsule to be opened in the year 2072, 50 years from now. And then, uh, final thoughts. We've got some special things as always. So make sure you stick around until the very end. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you, other times we'll make you laugh, but hopefully you'll always learn something new. If you are watching on the Facebook live stream, our show is live stream, so if you catch the audio replay, you can kind of be interactive with us on uh, normally on Thursday nights. Tonight we're actually on a Wednesday. Um, there's a Facebook uh, community conversation going on. It looks like we've got, uh, so far we got about 20 folks that have jumped in the chat wanting to, uh, wanting to see what's going on. Uh, for Aaron. We, uh, yeah, Aaron's very popular. Gosh, you'll notice guys. that we have some uh, some old fashions in front of us the uh the patreon today was some uh some tastings uh, everybody brought a little something uh dakota brought a college drink <laughs> is it that i think that's saying something <laughs> and and the uh the grown-ups in the room brought uh <laughs> we brought in bourbon everybody tried it uh and uh, and now we got some uh some bourbon old fashions on the table that we're going to be sipping on throughout the uh throughout the episode Mine will get you drunk just as well. 
Yeah, it will. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah, uh, maybe quicker. For people older than Dakota, he brought the official beverage of Lambda 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 for the people who watch Revenge of the Nerds. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've seen man. That was a movie that I saw that was on like uh HBO whenever I was oh, very you young. You saw the HBO version. You saw like the real version. I saw the real version and I was a very young kid. And those might have been like the first of boobs that I ever saw. <laughs> very that you remember memory yeah that i remember yeah there was right. another set you probably had some interaction with <laughs> the first ones i saw that that made me feel something there you go yeah we'll say that as a young boy probably like seven. listen let's scrap the show notes i want to dig into this a little more actually i can tell you one thing my mom used to get it mad. moved is what he's trying to say my mom used to always get mad at my grandma for letting me watch movies at her house <laughs> that weren't appropriate, age appropriate. She wasn't keeping tabs. And there was a movie that I remember. I'm sorry I'm throwing my grandma under the bus here. <laughs> but I think it's a funny story now that I'm older. Um, there was some movie about a man that went crazy. And he chopped... What his, about Bob? I don't know. <laughs> he chopped his wife up with an axe in a barn. I don't think that awesome. happened in What About Bob? And <laughs> she And he chained up Bob his too? kids... And made him made them watch it. Ugh. Yeah. And I was, How old were you? I was like six. Oh my god! That explains like so grade. much. And I don't think that she thought that I was awake. Okay. Yeah, I think right, she thought right. I was like asleep on the couch, but I was watching the whole thing. <laughs> you see and, all these memes about you know sweet grandchildren watching The Price Is Right and uh, what's, the, what's the soap opera? If I no. had a great grandma. I love my grandma. How do we get? From I'm not putting this. I, I am just trying just to get the show a back. Horror movie. And, and we're over. We are. She was just so watching a horror hole. movie. Thought that I was sleeping. <laughs> I wasn't hey, sleeping. Hey, listen. We're trying to talk about Patreon, not do your therapy. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> listen. I, listen. <laughs> these show notes are already way. I, off. This is going to be a long one. Uh, I had nightmares for weeks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you are a patron. You got to copy the show notes with uh, with some extra work in it today. I did some I did some reporting today at my lunch period. You did. did some did some leg work, and there's a uh, there's a little link in the show notes, not to some third party whatever, but it's to a uh, to a little white paper uh, with my typos, and it's uh, as Abdul Shakim Habaz Habaz Shakim Abdul Hakim Shabaz would say, it is uh, it's just it's just blatant innuendo, and uh, nothing's official, but it's uh, but it's huh. something. That's true. It's as close as we have. Rumors, innuendo, speculation. Well, once you started talking about the list, I, I was intending on calling this afternoon at like 3, 3.30. And I was like, I guess I can save my time. It's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, this fine. Is, it's independently verified and, and the best news gathering I could do from uh, from behind my Plus, we don't care about verifying. We want to talk about you it's know, as close the as we rumors flying around. That's, that's what's more get. fun. That's right. So that's what Darren we're going to get into. Yeah. We do have Darren to Jacobs, uh, listen. I know there, one. I know some signs exist. <laughs> I saw them eight years ago. Well, there, I heard of an ad for a, uh, a specific Democrat running for, um, House District 54, State House District 54 that ran during the Democrat fundraising dinner this year. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. And so we're going to have rumor. to talk a little bit about that, too. That's another rumor we should probably get into. All right. Uh, we do need to thank Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips of uh, Christy Avery of Norwex, by the way. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah. Norway? Of Norwex. Norwex. Oh. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Norwex. Yeah. I believe okay. that they make everything from car, polish, car polishing items 
down to uh, probably essential oils. Yeah, okay. I got you. Uh, I don't and, think they do the essential oils. I don't just, know. Just some colognes sell perfumes. They sell everything. It's just like, it's oh. like Amway. It's a lot of cleaning items. Yeah. Like very high-end specialty cleaning items. Oh. Yeah. It's a market I'm not familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> But Brittany I'm not, Dickin I'm not might familiar be. Listen, with low-end cleaning products, listen, and she if, will tell you that. If spit on a paper towel won't do it, Aaron's out of ideas. Listen, this room is picked up. It does not need dusted or mopped. It's clean. <laughs> uh, John, I, John I don't know Phillips. what happened here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you guys need, like, sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a Norwex demonstration. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Phillips of Andy Moore Buick GMC has uh, always been a sponsor of this program. We appreciate him very much. And uh, Anthony Meyer keeping keeping. I think he delivers bourbon professionally. I'm pretty sure that's his gig. Mm. Keeping America running. Keeping America. Listen, somebody the out true there, hero. Somebody out there, sobering up, and he has to get that truck. No way, over. not on his watch. Fueling yeah, the American spirit. It's never a problem. <laughs> we got some merchandise available if you guys want to support the show that way over at uh, T Chip. There's a link on the website. There's a link in your uh, in your live feed. You can check it out either way. Um. All right, let's get uh, let's right get right down to it. How did I do, by the way? Have you guys tried the old fashioned? Did I do okay? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's got, good. Uh, I've not I've not. It's made it me cough a few times. What's wrong with you? I don't know. So that that's good then, because you know my grandma didn't let me you know watch anything like yours did. But um, <laughs> here as of late, she didn't let me watch things. She didn't know I was watching. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. God, they're sorry. bragging about having grandmothers still. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, feeling yeah. awfully left oh. out. Uh, Zach, how? What's the count for you? Uh, it's pretty low now. It's a lot lower than it was when I was Dakota's age. <laughs> yeah, my great grandma's still around. She's the lovely. Nice. Lady. Well, see, my grandma is obviously my kid's great grandma, and that's super special. But she uh, told me that my great grandparents, who I you know grew up going to their house in the afternoon, would keep uh, uh, four roses in the cabinet just for coughs. And her and her parents, my great great grandparents, mm. um, probably more so, but as just I, for coughs. So as I, as I toured Four Roses twice this year, yeah, uh, they like to tell the us cough syrup that uh, it was it was advertised in Playboy. Oh, and that's why the old the the crappy bottom end bottom shelf, the lowest of the low Four Roses was was in the it was in Playboy <laughs> magazine. So you'll get these ninety ninety five year old men that during World that's, War Two they yep. would get their Playboys. And Four Roses was the thing they were selling them. So now to this day, that when they brought Four Roses back to the United States, what a dream! They're into the Four Roses. What a dream! But it was like only a Japanese only brand for like thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And now That's it's right. back. It's back here in the states now. Pretty recent. Yeah. All right. Hmm. All right. That's enough of this. So if you're a patron, you have the uh, you have the show notes. You can follow along with us, and you can see the uh, the candidates for office. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> Kristen Kronk wants to know. Kristen, Kristen, does anybody really know? I don't I think know. Facebook I, I knows. Pull, actually, Kirsten. pulled up my live chat today because Kirsten. I knew people would be asking questions, and I know how you are with names, but mine's not pulling up. <laughs> Kristen knows how you are with names. Kristen too. wants to it's, know it's where Kirsten. the ice globes came from. Christy wants to know where the ice cubes came from. K Kronk, listen, I think it's safe to call her K Kronk now because everybody <laughs> knows. Kronk. Ah, what? <laughs> not going there. Don't go there. Too okay. soon. It's too, okay. <laughs> All right. I I was Aaron, Aaron said I needed to be oh, extra just, snarky, yeah, so yeah. I'm trying oh, to pour it on for you. That's a little bit much. We're not going there. Okay. We're gonna blame that on the mad dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The the my yeah, wife. See Kirsten. 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 The, the globes were Jeremiah, and I'm bummed because 
I got a Four Roses gift box that have uh, they're they're Mrs. They have, Sarah Potter Moral. She oh, she yeah. she made these. Oh, she made this. I is, don't known. don't don't you let I me steal known. that valor. Uh, they have they're rose ice spheres. Oh, not that's spheres, cool. But it's like crazy. So I dropped the ball uh, or the sphere tonight. But next time, okay. Well, it's, as long as you promise there'll be next time. I mean, you want to talk about? We'll see how this goes. <laughs> want to see? All right. So as as Dakota was saying at the Jefferson Jackson Day dinner. Uh, there was yeah. an advertisement, an advertisement for uh, for a Democrat candidate running in District 54. Yes. And it was uh, Aaron Dicken. Yeah. So I I, I checked the st- Secretary of State website today and your name was not listed. Nope. So I think at the top of the show, uh, do we need to clear that up? Are so you, I... Are you still exploratorying? Actually, it would have been two elections ago. I was talking about it and didn't get more than that. Uh, last election, I filed to start a committee and raise some money and started traveling around and man <laughs> what a eye-opening experience that was um sat at a table at the wayne county democrats dinner with the electrical union which were great guys a lot of fun enjoyed talking with them uh wayne and- county that will be ibew eight fifty five probably sure. I don't remember off the top of my head but God, what kind of politician he'd know that okay. so they, a guy that was trying to I win know. an election well I, no. I'm not anymore uh, I they introduced me as city councilman Aaron Dickin and obviously that didn't really match up and they were asking me what I was doing there and once I told them they were like oh well, Tom Saunders really gets us a lot of money. And I was like, okay, I'm at, I'm a Democrat candidate <laughs> at a Democrat dinner and they're voting for Tom Saunders. <laughs> and I remember also canvassing our neighborhood about uh, traffic because I'm on the traffic committee and seeing a uh, yard with signs. And I think it was like Pat Cronk, Joe Biden, Tom Saunders, <laughs> and then some other Democrat. <laughs> and Tom Saunders didn't even have an opponent. I was like, yeah, that tells me all you need to know. So, and, and since then, I mean, a- ambition is, uh, is, you know, a double-edged sword. It, it can be great and it can be terrible. And so I actually talked with, uh, one of my constituents tonight because he said he had a couple people singing my praises and, uh, asking if I was running for state rep. And I told him, you know, I would love, I would love to run for state rep. I would love to run for mayor. Um, but it, I don't think it's the time and, um, I don't want to look back on, um, this time for my kids and think, you know, well, I could have done it better. So that's, that's my focus. You want to spend more time for, with your children. Plus I think I stir heard, up, I've I stir up enough, uh, enough uh, junk, I guess, cause we're still before eight o'clock. No, we're at eight Oh two. I stir up enough eight, uh, shit, uh, as a city council person. So I, I think I can, I can still do what I want to do from that seat. So, it, you know, labor unions have become kind of weird in the past few years as I, I've been a member like not, of the labor union yeah, since I was 18 yeah. years old. Right. Okay. Different unions. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember my first election that I was a union member, the IBEW sent us out a list of candidates that they supported. Right. They sent it to us in the mail. Mm-hmm. These are the candidates for local office that we are supporting this election. Yeah. And I remember like being like, they're not going to tell me what that's doing. weird. Yeah. And then, that How was, dare you? And then I've I've never since then ever received anything political at all. Really? From a union. I mean, I know uh, obviously unions uh, were 
um, monumental and, and needed back, you know, when my grandfather was working at Chrysler. Um, and I, I think they're still definitely needed today, but yeah, you're right. I think that, uh, people are much different and the people that belong to these unions are much different than then. And I don't think they're necessarily tied to one party, even though majority of the time, maybe one party <laughs> thinks about them more than another, uh, seemingly. But I, I think, and that's why I, I hate getting into national politics, especially at the local level. Um, you know, from time right. to time I will, because that topic that I'm passionate about will enter that arena. But man, you can get so much more done here locally, not tied to a party. It shouldn't matter because guess what? I'm going to, I'm going to represent you and take your problems to the people that need to fix them either way. It's different, right? Because like the, and that, especially like on the national politics side, mm-hmm. uh, the way that Democrats used to be so hardcore about the working person. Yeah. And that changed so dramatically with Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like Trump's more populist message yeah. really, really like pulled the rug out from under everything that the Democrats have been talking about for right. years. And then I think that a lot of people, especially working class people were like, yeah, we kind of have been voting for Democrats on the national side. And right. They've been saying the same thing for decades. See, that's what I mean. I, I get into these discussions with people and I'm it's not like, like trying to, but yeah, or no, it's both sides, like, but both sides both are that side. way. Right. Absolutely. It's an, it's very much an establishment. This is the way we've done it. This is the way we're going to do it. And I mean, it, you've totally lost sight of, the people in these small towns. Right. And I think that's what Trump obviously connected with in one way or another. Um, and it was different a huge to like a, a Republican guy that had such a populist yeah. message that we hadn't really seen before. And also like back to what we were talking about previously, the, the letter that I got with the candidates that mm-hmm. my union had supported, mm-hmm. they were all Democrats. <laughs> and it was like, I wonder well, if there's nothing changed. wrong with that. It was like, <laughs> I just wondered like how much research right. actually went into it. So the, the firefighters union here, the local one, um, does yeah, that I, now. W- I went to a, yeah, a yeah. Cause they, and, and that's what I mean is huge. And you know, I, I actually told Chad today that I, and I've put it out there for anybody on your show, on anybody's, uh, Facebook, you know, I will talk to just about anybody about running for office, what it's like, what I see as positives and challenges. Um, I, I talked with Chris Staten and I've talked to a number of other people as well, but, um, yeah, I, I, it's just, that's the way it should be done. They should talk. It's that they should not just support whoever's on, you know, this ticket, it should be that person, especially locally. Yeah, I really respected the fire department for yeah, what they did huge. because of how seriously they took us. Yep, absolutely. Going in as the Libertarian Party and like we had the two candidates and then they also reached out to me and they were like, yep. hey, you're the chairperson. Uh, we don't really know much about the Libertarian Party. Right. So we're going to be asking candidates questions, but we also th- would just like to know like mm-hmm. what it would be the libertarian platform on this sort of thing. But I think that's also a testament to what you guys have done. I mean, not just for the local party here, but through this show, uh, I think you've kind of opened up a lot of people's minds and it's not, I catch myself, you know, it's not a two party system. Well, hopefully we're not, we haven't been that political lately, Jeremiah. We've kind of like eased out of the political discussion and moved more into like, right. Lifestyle, uh, but it's topics it's cycle. that are interesting. It cycles right. through. We are we are moving into a season where mm-hmm. politics are going to be in uh, in your lives, whether you want them or not, and the show is going to follow it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is kind of the kickoff to that. Uh, the the cycle we're in right now is that it is uh, primary filing season. So the Democrats and Republicans have uh, taxpayer funded primaries that uh, they the folks that are interested in running have between now and noon, February 4th to put their name on the ballot. If you're running for a state office, you have to register with the Secretary of State's office. If you're running for a local office, you uh, you register at the uh, voter registration office at the county courthouse. Um, the first race that we, we've identified that we wanted to chat about tonight was the state representative district 54 race. We've had Betsy Mills on. She announced earlier. Yeah. We talked about, uh, Bobby Plummer, how she announced back at the Lincoln Day dinner that she's running for, uh, right. state representative. Uh, so those are the first two folks that jumped in the race. And now the, uh, now the ballot's starting to fill up. Still got a couple more weeks before, uh, before it's finalized. But there was an announcement on the Democrat side this week that Nan Polk, the, uh, boss hog alum, uh, she's a uh, school board member for the city for the Newcastle Community School mm-hmm. Corporation. Uh, she has announced that she's going to be in the race, and uh, I believe that she has her kickoff meeting tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I think at six at the, o'clock the at the Center. Art Association Art Center. So yeah, come out super excited uh, that Nan's gotten in the race. We've had a couple um, good discussions. Just uh, you know, I don't think anybody needs to come in here and invent the wheel or be somebody they're not. And I think she has approached this that way. Um, so really excited to see, you know, her platform start to become more public. Uh, I think she's got some really strong key support, um, that's going to be publicized very soon. Um, probably tomorrow night. Uh, and I think that's going to probably serve her well as, as well. So yes, on the uh, Greg for Indiana, I did notice John Greg, Greg Pence. Nobody knows. Yeah, it's all it Greg's, be a mystery. Greg York. They're going to be all, three. All, of them. all the Greg's. <laughs> Uh, Three grades and you're in. I noticed on Nan's Facebook page that um, her branding, like, oh yeah, has already started. <laughs> yeah, it's looking very clean, super sharp, very professional looking. Yeah. it's actually looking really good. It looks sh- very John Greggy. I, sh- I showed that to Brittany, and I don't know. You know, uh, I know she has had. Um, some discussions with some people that have been in the uh, general assembly for a while. So I don't know if it's been through those connections, but super proud of, you know, just the statement that that makes. I mean, she is serious. She is a, uh, you know, viable candidate. Um, and really excited to see, her on the ticket and it kind of is it kind of hurts a little bit too because you know betsy is my girl uh good friend have really enjoyed getting to know her and talk with her and work with her you know we worked through the inclusion resolution um and you know she helped me with the really big spoon that summer um and you know we've worked through uh, some other projects that are coming up. Too. Yeah, I already donated to Betsy's. Campaign. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, but but I think I think the issue These is races are important. That primary, and you're, on the, you're on the front end of it right now, right? So yeah, the, and it's about proving yourself. You can have somebody on paper that you think is a great candidate going in, but but it's about prove it. It's about getting your message out to voters, and everybody's going to have a chance to uh, to make a decision in May, right? Um, it's looking like the Republican Party primary is going to be very, very crowded. <laughs> and I think that's what is is going to be a challenge, right? So there's at least one official candidate from Rush County. There's another one that I've heard of who's very there are, involved. There are two official candidates in Rush County, right? Now. Oh, yep. Never mind. I see it. Nancy Custer is a really strong announcement from Rushville. I know she's heavily involved with Mays Academy. Um, I actually interviewed with her uh, before I landed my teaching job at Eastwood. 
um, is super energetic. And uh, I think she's got some family history in local politics too. But I think the challenge is going to be, I mean, you spread out votes among, you know, six, seven candidates, maybe more by the time this is done. So, so right now the, the announced candidates, so we'll set the, we'll set the tone here and then we can, we can get into the analysis side a little bit here. Uh, Heather Carey, uh, a political newcomer from Knightstown, filed uh, this last week, January 11th. Melissa Metzger uh, filed and down in the uh, Manila area. So she's Rush County. Uh, she filed back in December, actually. Bobby Plummer, we've discussed. She's a Henry County Commissioner from Strawn. Uh, Gayla Taylor of Knightstown filed at the beginning of January, January 5th. Uh, we've discussed Betsy Mills. She had her big kickoff there in Knightstown. Uh, Nancy Custer, uh, did a formally announce on Facebook on January 4th. Uh, I don't see that she has her, uh, her account set up, uh, reporting yet with the secretary of state, but her Facebook announcement is out there. Uh, and then, uh, there, I'll tell you what, there's, that's, that's seven women so far in this race, by the which way, is, which is, which is huge. spectacular. Yeah, no, I love that. A lot of, I mean, I know diversity is kind of <laughs> like, it's not really diverse cause it is all women, but I, I think that is huge. Um, uh, and really we've been yeah, represented yeah. by a state, really uh, a, a state senator who's a Gene Lysing, uh, yeah. representative Henry County for a long time as well. Uh, but that's uh, that's that's a really impressive thing to have seven ladies running for the for the open seat right now. That, I mean, uh, if that we're being Tom honest, Sanders held for twenty years. If we're being honest, women get shit done. I mean, that's a proven fact. So now there is one more big name that's rumored, and uh, I I wouldn't count out completely yet. And that's another friend of the show, Nate Lamar. Right. Uh, Nate has. Uh, he, I've seen it. I've seen his been, truck. He's been out at parades, uh-huh. and and you normally don't just go out in the cold and waiting a for his book have, to be released. Unless you have, <laughs> unless you're going on a mission. Yeah, but I mean, if you, if if there was going to be anyone in the world that you would expect to just be at a parade, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're running it. It would, but be not Nate with Lamar. his truck. Nah, Nate. Nate would just go just because he'd be like, he'd be like. Oh, you guys are needing more spots filled so that the parade looks longer. Let me do that for you. Right. I don't want to say that he has no chance of winning, but uh, I think it's going to be tough for everybody in that Republican primary. I in if I were <laughs> if I were a Republican in the local party, I would start getting concerned at how thin these votes are going to be spread. I mean, the idea of having somebody in Rush County, which it, you know. Geographic area is about the same, right? But I think population area, it's not. Um, you have so this, this right district now. has a little bit of Shelby County, a little bit of Hancock County, yeah, right? Uh, t- two candidates from Rush County mm-hmm. and four candidates from from Henry at this mm-hmm. at this point officially, yeah, in the race, yeah. Listen though, if Betsy Mills does not win the Republican primary, mm-hmm. we turn this whole dang district into <laughs> Portland, Oregon, two thousand twenty. <laughs> Wow. We riot. Wow. We go full anarchy. Chop, Chaz, whatever you want we're to gonna, call We're going to march all the way to Ball State, Frog Baby. If in the Betsy name Mills Betsy doesn't Mills. win, every other one of these people can drop out. Right. Right now. They don't stand but here's a chance the thing. against Betsy right, Mills. Right. Here's the thing, and I guess this is what's hard. Where do you, where so, do you get that, Dakota? Like, say, show your work a little bit. because the, the, I don't have any work to show. <laughs> Betsy's just the best person there is. Betsy so, is the best so, one for the job. So you have an, an she endorsement. She has my full Gosh, endorsement. Yeah. My full amount of courage. Every every bit of my backing is behind Betsy Mills. There's not even a single person that comes close. Selfishly, I would love... I mean, it doesn't matter what happens. So there's some things that I've thought about over the last few weeks. 
if Bobby Plover wins, she's no longer commissioner. If she loses, she's commissioner still. Then nothing changes. So she's kind of, I mean, win-win, honestly. Uh, and that's why, you know, we're always talking about our city guys. I, I told Jerry, I said, Hey, you might think about running for state rep or state senator because if you lose, guess it's, what? It's an risk. You're job still, still on, yeah, it. you're still on city council. And that's one of the benefits of having city races off year of these state races. But, um, you know, similar, Betsy, similar situation for Betsy as well. She's right. not up for reelection in her, how, uh, her district. Area yeah, she's at, at large, large, right? Uh, her so race is, is not, not up, up again for two more years. Right. And so, so, you know, I, and part of me thinks like, man, it'd be really great. The challenge I've had, and I've expressed this to Nan, I've expressed this to Betsy, I've expressed this to Brian Sheehan down in Rushville because I wanted to see if they had similar, um, uh, similar experiences. But now Brian really, Sheehan, we'll name check here. He's a city councilman for Rushville. No, he is or, the mayor's, he is the and, mayor's right hand man down there. Um, I think he's still a city councilman as well. I don't think so. Not anymore. I don't think so. Okay. No, but uh, you know, I I communicate pretty well with Tom, and that's been a great. Um, and I think that's one of Tom's strong suits, and that's probably why he's been doing this for about seventy eight years. Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> hear much from Jean. I do email her office, and I'll get a response from her assistant. And I've talked with her on the phone with Tom in the conference room because he's the one who called her um, about railroads or you know whatever. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if that's party affiliation. I think you know uh, Betsy and I think Nan too. Both would um, strongly represent our communities and not necessarily You're, Indianapolis. Right, would really right. represent so, your interest right. as a city councilman. And I, and I also for, understand that for, you know Newcastle. The Senate district is much larger than the House district. I, I understand that. And it's probably small potatoes compared to Shelby County. But So Republican primary, Betsy Mills. Make sure you vote. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'd to, love to see I it. I don't care about any of these other people. Well, you don't know them yet. You don't no. know you don't know Heather Carey yet. You don't know Melissa Metzger. Listen, I'm you not don't know have, Gayla Taylor. I'm not gonna have any of these other people even on the show to give them a platform well, because I, I don't think, want them to compete against Betsy. I think on that's my what platform. we do. I think that's no, what we do here. Listen, we are media, but we have always said from the beginning <laughs> that this is our show. We don't need to be impartial. And Betsy is our friend. She's been our great friend Absolutely. from the beginning. And I think that if we if we did anything to do that, I'd, I would feel bad. It would feel like stabbing my friend in the back. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do anything else but support Betsy through and through. I don't care if we have to have her on the show like every three weeks until May I think, and no one else. I think we might have to have some folks on in Dakota's off week. There we go. I That's had, fine. I had there to be a go. guest. You on do my, it when I'm not here. I had I'm not going to be a, be a guest, part of that. I had to be a, a guest on my own show. I was going to say, poor Jeremiah had to have his own opponent on the show. <laughs> Dakota's out. like, the hell with this. We're not doing it that way anymore. He doesn't yeah. know the show. It's it's different. Different. This, this is, is a different show. Because he's blocked. This is a different show. This is now. bourbon tasting night, and Dakota's making up new that's rules. Right. Oh, my it's a different, gosh. It's a different place. Well, now, if we got to the end, if we get to the end, and Betsy is the Republican... The only reason I'm saying this is because the Republican primary is so crowded. It's absolutely... Right? And and right. every little vote is going to make a difference. Sure. Oh, for that, sure. That is why I'm, I'm being this way. If it was like... If it was like Betsy Mills and Bobby Plummer, then I'd be like, "Hey, Bobby, come on the show and talk to Betsy about you know what's different between you don't you, guys. you don't want to use the time to have a relationship with all these folks and learn about who they are and Bobby and let, come on the let, show and let somebody I like come Bobby. on. And I'm let not saying come on and let's and let's say that uh, turns out that uh, that Heather Carrier, Melissa, or uh, Gala 
are 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 horrible people. I'm not what if they're horrible it. people and they come on the show and it turns out that they're terrible and you know we should we should they never kick work with them dog. again? Yeah, <laughs> they're they're full Bobby report they? people. Or it turns out they're wonderful people and they don't work, they don't get this. Listen, but then they you know they might end up being our Southern District they, Commissioner. They, or they pour up- Sprite in their blends. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and assume that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything bad about these people. I'm not. Saying I don't know anything bad enough. about Bobby either. Like I we, I've met Bobby plenty of times. I've talked to Bobby a lot. Um, I like Bobby, but I think that Betsy Mills, I think that Bobby's good where she's at as commissioner. I think that Betsy Mills is the best suited in this Republican primary to represent us at the state house. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm I, not saying that any of these people are bad. I think, I mean, I think that it's fantastic that six people have put Absolutely. them on the ballot. And they they deserve the chance to to, to speak however it, yep. and, and use the platforms that are afforded to them. And that's, if I put my name on the ballot, damn it, I'd be really pissed if I didn't get a chance to, to come on the number one talk show of East Central Indiana. My God. Yep. Well, then you could reach out. All right. Dakota's you know, gonna have I, Dakota's gonna have a, a night off. Yeah. I'm gonna seriously? do this. Don't be Aaron, such, hey, don't be such a bootlicker. Aaron, Aaron, and I might have to do this <laughs> in ourselves. Betsy wears boots. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> it's you, regardless. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna because at the very end, and I had this discussion with Brian Sheehan when he and I were discussing running together, <laughs> a Democrat and a Republican for Senate or for House District 54. Uh, the the conversations that are going to come out of this and the topics and the platforms are all going to be. It it advances the conversation fantastic. for the entire area. That's a, yes. At the very least, you're going to be able to put your platform out there and the stuff that really matters. Here's the compromise I'll make. You we, invite no, any one of these on. other ladies on, mm-hmm. and that's fine. We drew, we drew straws tonight, and Dakota got the one that says, I'm going to be the heel. Watch this. And that's fine. I will come. It okay. doesn't have to be on an off night, but <laughs> I'm going to tell them as they're sitting here, I'm going to say, Heather, I support. Heather's the first name on here. Yeah. Gonna, I'm going to say, Heather, up in a Betsy I support shirt. Betsy Mills. I've donated $150 <laughs> to her campaign. <laughs> Just, well, you shouldn't have to say that because your name will be in the report. Tell yeah, me. On there. I'm going to say, Heather, tell me why I should give that $150, $150 was now. a mistake. Are you offering $150 matching donations to anybody that wins you over? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this could get really expensive. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Yeah. I'm right. not going to do it because my heart is hardened. <laughs> Wait, I don't, think that, we, I don't think that means what she thinks it means. <laughs> it's, it's stone. Yeah, You're not going to break right. me. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yep. Dakota got, got real, real hard there. Stuff we yeah. didn't need to know because we already knew it. Dakota's <laughs> heart is stone. <laughs> Jeremiah is just lost. Okay. Just so now we're, we're, fair. We're, we're moving on to the Henry we're County Sheriff. Around. We're, we're, ta- going. we're just joking. <laughs> That's all this is. This is commentary. It's and like if Bobby came in the studio right now, you'd you can't her. tell me. You, you can't tell me. First yeah. of all, you'd hug her. You can't tell me that she wouldn't understand that like Betsy is actually like a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Now, what I, what is like I also there's don't no think, hard feelings. Listen, there. had this discussion today. I also don't think any of these people are genuinely worried because they all believe in their base. Now, they're going to go out and they're going to work hard and they're going to knock on doors and they're going to be at parades and they're going to be, you know, handing out material, but I, I think that if it were me, and I've tried to express this to the people I've talked about, you need to be confident and assured in what you have done. If you're an incumbent, what you have done, what you stand for, and the people that you automatically connect with and that they'll go out and spread the word for you. Um, I think that's what makes a really great campaign. 
time will tell. This that's is exactly that's a, it's, a, it's all about running the race and seeing what happens. And uh, listen, it's a small town. Most people are friends with half the list, if not all of them. Oh, yeah, right? no, for you sure. have connections for sure. with folks, we, especially and, 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 yeah. In a, in a small community, there, you're going to have friends that support one candidate, multiple candidates. You might have somebody that rubbed you wrong over over a you know a, a neighborhood dispute 25 years ago. So no, then yeah, they spread right. rumors about them or whatever. Yeah, that's how small town impression impressions are lasting around here. You do one thing. I, I had a discussion this. I week. didn't like the way somebody, you voted on that exactly, zoning in 2007, yeah. Aaron Dickens. She just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's all it is. And you know what? You're not going to change that person's mind, so don't worry about it. Just yeah. go get two other ones. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Henry County Sheriff. This is another good massive race. Good math, right? For uh, for Henry County, there are uh, our, yeah. our current sheriff is, is term limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get, which in, is a real bummer. How how you know this this comment is for is, is for Joanne and Brenda? That, uh, term limits shouldn't exist. Term limits shouldn't exist. You know, <laughs> let's just go ahead and throw that out. The Indiana Constitution. Uh, Aaron Dickens. It, it is. It is no. It is funny though <laughs> that the mayor could infinitely. Yeah. Until he yeah. dies in office. So it, that's it, always like throwing me like <laughs> that's crazy. Mayor is not a constitutional office. The Maybe city decides right. how it's organized. The Constitution says counties have sheriffs and that you Listen, can serve. It's just like being governor. If I ever you can get have two four-year terms, write this down right and now. And you can take four years off and you can come back again. Yeah, Butch it, Baker could run for sheriff. He's not on the list yet, but he could run. So Harold Griffin could run for sheriff again. On record right now, if I'm ever elected mayor, that's going to be passed. Two limit, two two term limit mayor. <laughs> you actually think the mayor is the only one that decides that? Listen, 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 listen. I'm first going to make it a monarchy. And then you're going to make the weakest city council ever. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I'm going to weaken the city council. They'll have to do what I say. But, you know, before we talk about the sheriff candidates, it's something I've been wondering because I've been working a lot on with the solid waste management district board. So I've been working with Joey and I've been working with Brenda. How big around do you think Rick McCorkle's biceps are? God, they're Dakota Davis level. No, like his body, bigger. like his whole body, <laughs> like his chest size. What are you, 42 regular? I have a... 40? 38. You're 36. What? You're 36 regular. Your chest. What do you wear in a, oh, in a what's your suit jacket? Uh, no, I'm a 40. Oh, yeah. hey. Thanks, man. Um, you're a big boy. I have a, I have a 15 and a half inch bicep. And Rick I McCorkle. Rick McCorkle. Has I'm guessing 18 inch bicep. Uh, I'm thinking like 24, uh, and I'll measure. It. I'll measure. <laughs> At the it. next meeting, Aaron's going to measure it. I'm I'm going to will you pay please, him a visit and will measure. You please it. live stream it at the next the, at your next board meeting. I'll oh. take a picture. <laughs> the last body measurements I had taken before you leave office, Rick. I need to measure one. 24 thing. inches. Come on. <laughs> I've got a bottle of bourbon riding on this. <laughs> Ronnie Coleman, the greatest who ever yeah, lived, right, had a 30 inch bicep. Hey Zach, did you think that? Or, I don't know if you've been arrested. Canada, no, Thirty inch quad. We'd be he talking about the sheriff's bicep. bicep size. Thirty inch quad. Sorry, uh, his maybe, quads were the size the of Patreon, my waist. After Patreon portion, yeah. I mean, I'm not really surprised anywhere that this is. Going. <laughs> and, and, and besides the twists and turns that Dakota took us on in the first five minutes of the regular show, I can't be surprised about anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, you know, let's see the number of votes that Rick McCorkle got the last election. And then let's measure his biceps. <laughs> then let's go through and measure this, John Sproles, Jay Davis, Jim J- Nicholson, Jason, Jason Williams, Williams, and Landon Dean's biceps. And we don't even need to vote. Like that's just, uh, we'll correlate. You're just gonna go on on 
on deadlifts and 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 measurements. Right. Who brings the biggest gun to the gun show? That's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Listen, I I don't even know, need to carry a gun. I don't There's... know what the Republican qualifications to run are, but it appears that your name has to start with a J. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. John J, Jim, and Jason. I mean, they've all got so uh, seriously. They've all got great experience. You know, I know Jay Davis has been doing it for a while, and I saw in the paper that the current sheriff and past sheriffs uh, have officially endorsed him, which I think is huge. Um, I don't know much about John. Jim, I know, has worked a lot for the city. I've always really liked Jim, um, and he's been doing it a while for the city. Jason Williams, I got to know a few years back, and man, he's probably got to be, at least from my experience and my perspective, he's got to be one of the most charismatic guys. He's just easy to talk to um, and relatable. And I think in that position, that's probably something that, you know, the chat, the chat room is saying that we might be surprised with John's Sproul's biceps and quads. So actually, <laughs> what I need is the campaign. Listen, I did not go below I, the belt. Listen, I don't I know, know how John. we got there. Well, I actually know John. I, I so need you're going to measure. I'm going to need the campaigns to he's submit. He's a big man. I'm going <laughs> like, to need the campaigns to go ahead and submit the bicep stacked. sizes. If they can, if they can reach out to their it candidates doesn't matter. tonight. It doesn't we can, matter. We can, we can close definitely, the loop on this. Definitely has an equal... Uh, like 18 inch bicep. This incredibly like important metric for determining who you're going <laughs> to vote for in the Republic. If you pulled a Republican ballot, I bet he's got a 44 inch. Chest. I'm, I'm tomorrow. Aaron Dickens wants, wants to know the bicep size. If that can be Look, in the career, looking in the camera. I'm looking in the camera right now. Rick, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I have a 28 inch waist. Jesus. And yeah. So I'm I'm saying I think you're I have a 28 inch waist. Right. And I'm saying these guys is biceps. Toronto Maple Leafs three. New York Rangers one. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Your hockey updates. So, okay. Land- <laughs> Just trying to change the subject anyway, Bob. I'm sure, cool. some, I'm sure somebody I mean, will catch it on the I am not. I am not the host, and I tried to get us serious for a second and talk about the actual candidates. Now, uh, and, La- we- and Landon Dean has officially filed, apparently. Um, so, Brenda Grider reports that Rick has not measured his biceps in years, but doesn't think they're 24, but they're going to get back to us shortly. Get a they're not 24. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to text Joey in real quick. <laughs> this is, so apparently, Brenda is, Brenda's is on the effort. Brenda's already on it for you. Yeah, apparently, the measurements might be coming soon. Rick's going to get... He's, he's doing big sheriff's business, but no, no, we're immediately sending away for measurements. Uh, Patreon member Chris Bilbury is saying that the Indiana State Secretary of State list has got Landon Dean filed as a Democrat for sheriff. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. That's And that's... Uh, Great. That is what we have shown in our uh, in our notes here. I've confirmed it with Landon today that he is running. Uh, no other Democrats yet in the I race. I didn't know so, it was actually. I mean, four, well, four Republicans, one Democrat right. so far. What's What's really incredible to think is, you know, how many years uh, to just we'll generalize it and say public service because I know Landon has you know done more than just law enforcement, but how many years of public service is in that race? Like that's incredible. Um, so kudos to those guys for you know wanting to step up even more and and do a pretty thankless job and a, a super stressful job. I'm very, but they'll have a new jail. I'm very interested to see what uh, what each of them says. They uh, they're responsible for for law enforcement. They're f- responsible for uh, serving a number of warrants, so civil some civil action as well. And they're responsible for for maintaining right. a jail that the uh, state has determined has a whole lot more folks in it and a lot more responsibility right. than it did a decade ago. Right. That's it. So it's quite a very a, quite a big responsibility for the jail because they can be personally yeah. sued for jail conditions. It's a right. very important important race. And uh, once again, 
I don't know if Dakota's offered an endorsement yet or if he's waiting on the bicep measurements to come in, but I think that's what uh, we are going to uh, we're going to intend to have all all of the candidates for the sheriff yeah, on, on the show as well. Three guys on this list I've never seen in person, so gotta wait. Well, I mean, I'm more uh, if you do a little more speeding around town. You know, I think thick fives save lives, so I'm more uh, invested in quad measurements. I follow classic. <laughs> I follow like classic physique bodybuilding, so I want to know how big those sizes are. Oh, that's awesome! I'm so glad that because the conversation if you skip went leg this day, way. You can't spell legendary so without leg day. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we're also we're also looking the uh, the county council has four four districts. Uh, first time we've had redistricting, and I know a number of seats have moved around a little bit. District one, which I ran for four years ago, uh, no candidates have declared yet. That's the uh, the Ken and Gray seat so far. You got till February fourth. Nobody has put their name on the ballot. And Spiceland is in District One, right? If somebody and lived in Spiceland, if like anybody right lived- smack dab in the middle of town, maybe like a couple blocks from Spiceland Friends Meeting, you could probably <laughs> file for that seat. It's correct. Okay, just wanted to make sure. It's uh, it's entirely possible that uh, that that a member of this show could run for it for the office or uh, or or one of the listeners. Uh, by the way, John Sproles has uh, has linked uh, Josh, Josh Sproles has linked the Sproles Josh Smith. Josh Smith, gosh darn it, the tiny eyes. Gosh, yeah, Josh Blame Smith, tiny eyes. It's definitely Sproles the eyes. For right, Sheriff. Right. Com, uh, and I assume if I click on that, it's going to link directly to his bicep size. I, I hope that's... <laughs> if it does it, I will be significantly disappointed. Just a whole series of flex it's, pictures. It's just... <laughs> yeah, with the ruler showing like a close up of the actual ruler measurements. This is this is this is the way things are done. In you know what? Now. This is important race. Damn enjoyable, <laughs> and that's if you know. I would love to know Joe Biden's bicep size and Donald Trump's bicep size, and maybe even them. We say how you know how many inches of sag do they have <laughs> below? How much loose? <laughs> yeah, in the tricep region. Yeah, if you had if just we a little did, less uh, sag, you might have won Ohio. I mean, this if is we my... did liposuction. How much would be left? <laughs> you know, this is this is my yeah. This is my pace. I'm I'm here for it. In district in at district the polls, one, uh, vote for Sproles. That's a pretty catchy oh tagline. Right it's there. almost almost as catchy as I'm picking Dickens. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Or Dickens, and I need to need free, to, a shout get, out. Get you a little bottle of Dickens cider. If you need go to a shout polls. out to my cousin Phil Ortman from Knightstown. Uh, he doesn't live there now, but uh, he's the one that came up with that. And man, I'm gonna, I'll be you know 85 years old. Opening up that time capsule for nobody, our fifty-year-old rain tree bourbon because they're not. I know, Patreons. yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, foreshadowing. Listen, when you join Patreon, you'll get to hear all about it, folks. All right, so District One, nobody's running yet. District Two, we've got two candidates: Chad Malakote, friend of the show, many-time uh, guest on the program. I wonder what his bicep size is. We need to. We need to. We need I'll to check tomorrow. Tag. Tag Chad. Find out what his bicep size is. It's important for the District Two Council race. Tell you tomorrow. Pretty big bicep. <laughs> but see how much of that sleeve. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. And then Melanie Wright. Uh, she's become an activist on the uh, on the Democrat side the last right. couple of years. Yeah. She has. Uh, she's filed for District Two Council. Yep. Uh, District Three and Four. So far, nobody has. Uh, nobody's filed yet. We. Uh, that Susan Hoon is not uh, not declared. She's going to run for reelection and. Uh, District three, nothing, nothing's happened yet. Uh, there is a caucus right in the middle of this whole deal. Somebody, a friend of the show, spoil it. Clay Morgan just Ridiculous. dropped out. He, he just uh, quit. He he retired to spend more time with his bad eyesight. 
and, <laughs> and and giving mediocre haircuts down at the MVP. Uh, so Ouch. he he got out. Listen, I'm a happy, uh, adequate customer of MVP. This this hair is is a clay. Me too. Adequate. <laughs> I just I you know it's it. Uh, you love yours so much. You you shaved it off and put it in a box. Try, I'm trying for the Nate Bargatze face now. Mm. We saw him live. We did. We paid five bucks and saw Nate live about a year ago in a snowstorm. Nice. Mike Guffey reminds me that uh, Brian Sheehan is not on the Rushville City Council. He was. He is no longer a uh, city councilman. Uh, so that has triggered. I, I wrote in the notes, and it's incorrect, that it, it's a D3 council uh, caucus. It's that an large. at-large caucus. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard a few different names. There's a newcomer, Kyle Allen, who mm-hmm. might be in this. There, Saturday morning, all the GOP, the bigwigs, the big Republicans are going to get together and, and caucus uh, another friend of the show is Shannon Tom, which is the second time, like within what two years, We've had a few of these. Done that. Yeah, had a few of these. Shannon Tom is uh, is possibly in there, and uh, Ed Yanos, the former county commissioner. I've heard his name is in the mix, uh, and there could be another one or two that could jump in between now and Saturday. So those uh, those precinct committeemen are going exciting, to uh, be exciting. There. By the way, if you want if you want to be one of those people that does that picking, I believe you just have to go down in this filing and put your name on the ballot. And you can you can run for a precinct committeeman amongst oh, the yeah. uh, amongst the GOP. Nice. And there's lots of small seats, right? Like township uh, trustee, township advisory board. Yeah, and I've I've seen uh, on on the Democrat ticket other activists like uh, Jessica Feltz and Mary Nicholson have filed for township board. Um, and and you're talking, you know, I think those are seats that kind of get lost maybe in the big scheme of hey, look what's exciting. But I mean, you're talking about people that directly help their neighbors. Um, townships townships so are responsible helpful. for yeah. your fire departments. They're responsible for some cemeteries they're Isn't it poor releasing how democrats and re- and not republicans democrats and libertarians you you will be talking about someone that's about to run for office and you'll <laughs> call them an activist and oh i just did that because i heard it earlier and then honest. like republicans <laughs> you never hear someone like being like they're a republican activist they're a right-wing activist <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to start saying that a whole lot. You and, never. And nobody that. is going to like it, and it's going to make conversations super awkward. But if you like hear Kyle Rittenhouse like, is the most conservative <laughs> activist I have ever seen. If you hear someone say like, "Oh, they're a progressive activist," right. you're like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what, what all of their mean. political stances." Right. Are. Yeah. And which. If you, a lot of if it's humanitarian, say, honestly. If you hear I, I someone think. say uh, libertarian activist, yeah, then you know exactly right. what all their political leanings are. But you never hear he's a right wing activist. The other, the other big race that I think we need to uh, we, we need take to cover this conversation here. somewhere else. We, we need off. to we need to work out here. Uh, Northern District Commissioner. Uh, we've heard some rumored names. There are some real names. We we don't know what's going to happen. I heard that. Uh, I know for sure. Joey Cooper of Middletown has filed and he's running for the Northern District Commissioner seat. Uh, Boss Hog alum Ed Tarantino, current county commissioner, he's he's serving out his four years and his uh, his time is is going to be up. He's going to be a four and done, one term and out. Hmm. Uh, and uh, so he's not running for re-election. Joey Cooper has filed. Uh, former uh, former highway superintendent uh, Joe Wiley has his name's been rumored. He's not filed yet, but he's uh, it's there's rumor that it might happen. Uh, there's the name Marsha Gratner, who has been a community activist uh, mm-hmm. over the years. Uh, her name's been rumored in uh, in district uh, in the Northern District Commissioner race. 
And uh, there was a name Jim McShirley who had also been been mm-hmm. rumored, but unfortunately he's uh, he's passed away. So that mm-hmm. uh, that one's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very unlikely. We're going to mark him down as unlikely. Unless he's a Democrat. Uh, Jesus, Dakota. All right. Why? <laughs> it's, there. it's just why we were we were done with the segment. God, you guys You're just, just picking love. on. Listen, they don't run dead Democrats. They just vote. Okay, that's that's yeah. the way that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have wait to, a second to pick on. There's me. a. <laughs> I think there was a what note. Is, I think a, a John Sproul's dropped a picture. It's a picture, and I can't see it. I think it's it, it's got to oh. be a, it's got to be a bicep picture. It's got to be It's a submission, but it's it's <laughs> not coming through. I feel, and to be honest, I'm going to go ahead and apologize that the conversation has gone this far because <laughs> now that you said the word submission and picture, I feel really icky. <laughs> I mean, you, really you icky. So have, I'm sorry that this has spun so far out of control. Councilman, but that's, Councilman but that's Dickin, hilarious. Councilman Dickin has played the first pawn move of the 2022 sheriff's race. You know what? Though? Every campaign is now rushing around. For exactly. A, for you know, a measuring God. tape and they're submitting. Sc- screw the city council Wait. seat. I'm going to be a political like just. <laughs> Ugh. Can you? I'm going to direct wait, everybody. Wait until the billboards come out, and it's going to be listen, John Sproul says anybody Jim Nicholson has tiny biceps. <laughs> listen, anybody interested? Anybody interested in the District One County Council seat, which is my district? We'll meet at Baker Park, and we're going to take a lap. Okay, <laughs> so meet me on the northwest side, and we'll see you there for a lap. Are you going to bring a measuring? You, you need to get that old uh, exercise no, I'm running it. brought back to the park. Stop, because that would Stop be great. For, oh yeah. Yeah, have a showdown right there and cross on the pool. Yes, you're exactly right. Exactly right. I think that someone somebody's got to get their bicep circumference up. Someone had to have you got to pop yours out and let's see if you should be running for sheriff. Someone had to have just whip a bicep out. Just go to my Instagram, bro. (laughs) Just posted a picture this morning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Again, and it's all leg day because his shorts are like uh, a John Stockton esque. It's like look at Dakota shorts. (laughs) (laughs) It's leg day, baby. I have my my pre workout. I've got some five inch inseam shorts, hey, baby. I got Billy strings in the ears and I'm ready to rock. Dakota, I got an awesome thigh tattoo. I can't just get that that's covered true. up. That's true. That's true. How many of these candidates are you showing off uh, showing off to down there on uh, at three o'clock in the morning at Anytime Fitness? I haven't seen a single one. You don't see you don't see these guys in there? They're Does the put, sheriff have a private gym? They're not putting in the same work. Are they putting? Are they putting? No. <laughs> Why don't you sign your name and run for sheriff <laughs> with no experience? Just, yeah. just simply just look. Do it. Look. At my age, I got the best biceps of any of these men. <laughs> I'll chase down all of these criminals on foot. You want one of these guys, or you want a sparky young buck? <laughs> <laughs> Not willing to take a hit. Oh my gosh! So, how did we get here? I got. Brass I mean, I know how we got. That was a redundant. That it's was entirely rhetorical your question. fault. It is. You dig our ass out of here. <laughs> We're going to be digging up. Is it down at the courthouse? Oh, what a segue! Are we dig? Is it yes. down at the courthouse? Bring, yeah. Bring the shovel. Come in June. What are we doing? Is it so, in concrete? Uh, I hope not. Uh, I would love to, and I probably need to reach out to Ball State. Um, chirp, chirp you. I would love to get an image so we know exactly what we're doing and we can be a little more efficient. So as of right now, June 4th, there's going to maybe be a torch run through the county and uh, at about 6, 630. Um, we're going to make each of the sheriff's candidates run with their biceps hanging out. That's an idea. Well, at go. that point, at that point, it'll be one sheriff candidate on the Republican ticket. No, we're going to make them all two. go again. Yeah. <laughs> you signed up for this. <laughs> uh, you promise. So I think about 430, we'll start uh, excavating uh, with the goal at about 630. We're going to have some speakers. Um, Dick Bouslog, I've talked with him and he's thinking about it. So if 
if you know Dick, uh, message him and ask him about it because his dad, who I believe was the police chief, and somebody will drop it in the comments, his dad uh, was the police chief during Catherine Winters and then mayor during, does that add up? Was mayor during the sesquicentennial. Um, sure. We're not going to question. Maybe it was his grandpa. I'm just at this chief. point, I'm expecting know. some of these sheriff's candidates just come barging through the door to show off their biceps. Live you know what? Show. Yeah. Can we post the moment, address? Get a warrant, guys. Um, <laughs> they just say, oh, yeah. And then they leave. Uh, oh, here it is. So we will be excavating that. And um, my hope is that everything is in great condition. My biggest fear is that it's all mush, but um, great condition. And I'm going to try to figure out a way. <laughs> that John, is John, awesome. John you know Rose what? I think we need to clap for that. That is incredible. <laughs> I love it. That is that's awesome. That's perfect. Uh, I'm, we're trying Does to figure John's out a way. Just win my vote. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we can cancel the rest of it. Dakota's endorsing John Sproles. <laughs> trying yeah, to figure out Jay, a way. Listen, Jay Davis, Jim Nicholson, and Jason Williams. You have until midnight t- tonight to submit your arm picture, or Dakota is giving the endorsement. It's uh, oh you're on gosh. the clock. Uh, we're trying to figure out a way and I don't know, you know, I've thought about maybe taking it in the Murphy building, uh, about roping off some tables. I want people to be there and be able to immediately see what was in the time capsule before we turn it over to the historical society. Um, super excited. I've had people say, uh, like Judy Stevens, for example, knows that her mom put something in there for her and her sister. Uh, and so that's really exciting. And I'm going to look for that. Um, there's no list that I'm aware of. And that's kind of what I'm thinking because at the end of June, we will be burying our time capsule for 2072. Is that even legal to not have a time capsule in the ground? We're not going to have, par- you don't drop one in. When there, you will take one out. there will be a month. There will be a month. We have no time capsule. No time capsule. What if the what if what, what if we changes? get wiped out as a society during that month? I mean, I will have a time capsule up in my office. I'm what gonna, if I get in a car accident and die before I can see it put in the ground? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It really sucks to be you. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Jackson. Well, you will. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's probably the bigger, it's probably bigger fish to fry than the time capsule at that point. <laughs> if we're being honest, but you should probably check on you your ever life say insurance. Things that you immediately regret. <laughs> <what> you said. <laughs> I'm guessing we could go through and watch I mean, the about, show back, and we could probably have a list tonight. So far, oh, yeah, say Dakota, right. what's the count for tonight? <laughs> I only have one for tonight. <laughs> so the that's so a pretty good day for me. Beginning of June, we'll we'll have some speakers. We'll we'll show what was in the sesquicentennial time capsule. The end of June, which is the end of the celebration, we will. I think more focus on the youth because I really love the idea about somebody speaking that could come back in 2072 and speak. Um, I think that would be really cool. Dakota's the best shot we got. I don't know. After that comment, I'm thinking he's (laughs) going to like pull a Paul McCartney and run off the road and then get a replacement. But uh, so uh, I'm going to die at 35 of some (laughs) cancer. See, I think I'm going to be assassinated. he was such a healthy guy. The yep. healthiest guy I know. No, that's, you can't, can't count on that. I'm going to be assassinated on Broad Street. Jesus. I know I uh, and not by Jesus either. But uh, I will. Oh, Jesus. There it's is a, a form. It's a hate crime. <laughs> trash truck. There, there is a trash form. truck. A large trash truck. <laughs> if, listen, if that's true, investigate that shit. All right. <laughs> If that's true, you Just need to listen full blown to the sheriff's campaign. I don't care how listening. big the biceps are. Investigate that. <laughs> the arm just snatches them off the street. <laughs> Toronto the three, New York Rangers two. So end of the end of the month, 
we uh, there is a Google form out there. You can put in what you think should be included. Um, we've had some good suggestions so far. How many people have said Twilight? Zero so far. So Offici- fill, officially, fill unofficially two. Your wife unofficially two. Because if you're a Parks and Recreation fan, yes. this is I mean that's what we do here. Yes, and I'm not going to say that we're going to make sure that that happens, but we're going to make sure that that happens. Um, it, you need a DVD of Parks and Recreation. My hope is that I finish my second Infinity Bottle. This is I brought what's left of my first one. It's politically themed, local history. The f- the first one is, uh, and I've actually connected with Sydney Mayor Sidney Baker's grandchildren through this. Uh, but it's first term. It's the inaugural Baker Batch because Sidney Baker was the mayor when prohibition was abolished. Um, I have clearance to uh, on the second bottle. It will be the bicentennial Bouse Log Batch because uh, he was the mayor uh, during the sesquicentennial, and I'm definitely putting at least a two ounce bottle in there. Um, That's really cool. I maybe did not I know why it was named that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, again, history nerd, uh, local. Uh, it's you know local histories. So, are there any local wow. bourbons that you might want to try to get in that? Uh, well, I mean, let's uh, let's look at uh, Rabbit Hole Distillery. I think there might be a local connection there. Um, it would be great to just have, you know, I don't know, a bar stocked or a special bottle uh, uh, to go in there. Oh, but yeah. I, I mean, also listen, just on the show tonight, we've had Old Forester, we've had uh, the benchmark, benchmark, right, and we've had Colonel E. H. Taylor. Uh, we love bourbon on the show. I think, yeah, no, I think it'd be cool. I and think a bottle would be sweet, especially something that has, a, you know, we're in downtown Newcastle, right? Something that has a local connection to us. I think it would be cool. That. You know, they've, I've seen people get the white dog, which is what comes out of the still before it's in barrels and aged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think maybe you have one of the spiral wood pegs that you slip in your bourbon is that you yeah. somebody yeah, did. yeah yeah and if you get a charred, uh, a, yeah. a charred rain tree you know piece of wood to put in that pottle you'd want to make sure it was sealed because the last thing i want to do is be known as the guy that ruined the uh bicentennial time capsule you'll be dead I gone mean, it'll but, be the uh, one thing that makes your newcastle Waikai. i think page. it would be interesting and you know 2072 if we look at 1972 what bourbon was way down nobody wanted it they wanted the clear the clear liquors and they wanted the vodka and the martinis uh so it may not even be yeah right yeah so it may not even be relevant at that point but i think that will be interesting right how much of uh, how much of what we put in there is going to be relevant 2072 i'll be 89 years old i'll be 85 and you know fingers crossed but do i want to live to be 86 i already told you i'm gonna be kicking ass and taking names still right 76 years old that's nothing the assassination of <laughs> so have you guys totally off topic have you heard of the newcastle book absolutely despicable uh no it's on amazon okay. i just heard about this today i won't name names but it's allegedly about uh newcastle crimes and the uh names the aliases are horrible <laughs> <laughs> and so this person I was talking to, I said, well, I mean, is there anything about Darren chicken? In there? <laughs> <laughs> and so Chris Pilbury drops in the chat, the assassination of Jaron Picken coming 2023. <laughs> God, I hope not. That's not, that's not long, but uh, anyway, uh, 
I, it was some ideas that we've come up with through chatting, you know, uh, right now iPhone is relevant. Would love to take some pictures to load on an old iPhone and put a charger in with it. And then they have to put in, it should still turn on. I've turned on my dad's old, like first generation iPod with the clicking wheel and everything. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be neat. Um, I was thinking a day, maybe we put in the PBS DVD that aired cause that's pretty recent. Um, so eh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. And I'm also actually caveat or uh, side road here, um, talking with the people associated with Robert Indiana's estate because they still have his ashes. They Are you going to get him buried? They want to spread some ashes here. I'm not saying we put him in a time capsule by any means, but I'm trying to get that lined up because I think, think that would be the perfect time, time to do it. Do, do you think that? <laughs> Do you, do you think it's the, haunted. the descendants of Geraldo Rivera would come 50 years from now to, to, to exhume yeah. Indiana? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're they reporting? Might. They might. Who knows? You know you need, have to put a PCR test in there, right? A PCR COVID. test. Some, oh. COVID. Oh, no. Yeah. That and masks. So, I mean, if you send me... I'm accessible on Facebook, obviously. You can Facebook message me. Uh, you can find that link with the Google form. Um, if you want to send me a message, I would really like to get some kind of interesting masks too. I want to put in like your normal blue filtered mask, but I think it'd be neat too, to see, you know, okay, how unique were these masks? Cause I think that's been a huge thing since 2020 as well is, you know, the EDC mask with the logo. That's unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I've been rocking be my wood brothers mask the, since the beginning. Can I put a uh, Joe Rogan experience mask in there? No, <laughs> hard. No, <laughs> hard. No, <laughs> Joe Rogan will I think we still need be to, around. If the candidates, yeah, I think he'll be if around. The candidates for like sheriff all develop their own masks. We need whatever whoever the winning Republican candidate for for sheriff was. Yes, their custom mask. No, I th- with I, the bicep. Curl. I think we. No, I don't even think we do bicep curl. I think we just cut a like cloth measuring tape and don't even say no context. No explanation. Just throw it in. I I think what I think what this is turning into is we're going to have to have the debate with the four or more Republican candidates. I think no, and they're debate. all. Gonna, I think we have arm wrestling I contest. Think, I think <laughs> it's a have, round robin. I think yes. there's going to be a. a, a no, po- we're going to no, have we a do picture. Squats. <laughs> I'm going to load up a bar with 225 and so, whoever can get his most reps. There's going to be a picture and they're all going to be, they're all going to be. Curling. So what concerns me is Scott Frost. If you can't make 20. So you're out. Scott Frost, Carrie Barrett, uh, and Kay Ford all are on the bicentennial, like heading up this bicentennial celebration. They've done a lot of work. A lot of people put time into it. Um, but what concerns me is Scott Frost sent me a picture of the time capsule from 1972 that ran in the courier. And literally there's a crowd of people around it and everybody I've talked to said, Oh yeah, they just left it open and whoever could walk up and throw anything <laughs> in there. So I don't know. I honestly have no clue. I, oh, no, I can smell like it. Uh, Portlandia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I can smell it. it. Smells like an old library, you know? Uh, but other than that, I don't know what we're going to find in there. As the year my dad was born. Maybe his diapers are in there. Cloth yeah, diapers. Maybe my grandma I'm like ran out of room in their old diaper genie or whatever. There you go. And so this is going to be opened up there. on June June fourth, twenty twenty two. Well, Sarah's um, busy. There's a there's a nope. She's I don't not. I don't want to say that we have an alcohol problem in our family, but our calendar literally says my sister in law's bar crawl is at ten o'clock in the morning that day. <laughs> so 
Well, and so you know what? You <laughs> but brought, I'll have to make myself available. This is an asterisk on this evening because I know it's been floated that I need to be careful talking about bourbon on Facebook. Um, and my father talks about genetics because I think there is some of that in the family. But I do not have a problem. I actually, my problem, my problem is hyper focus and uh, uh, what do they call that? There's a autism. Uh, <laughs> No, there was a, there was a phrase coined during, during the pandemic. And, uh, it's, I have become a nerd called a hyperfixation, hyperfixation. Thank you. Yep. It's my hyperfixation. Pick whatever. No, I thought I said, I thought I said hyper something. You've had too much E.H. Taylor. Maybe. I don't think I have, (laughs) but, uh, so I do not, I do not have a problem. (laughs) Uh, I show to work. I show up I to work more, hey, hey, every day. Is this? Is I was gonna say. Aaron, if I tell you I don't have a problem, that's exactly something an alcoholic I mean, would say. I, have, I actually thought about Aaron that. Aaron I have a says, serious thing though of like what I want to put in the time capsule. Okay, I want to put in um, Game of Thrones. I yep. want to put in Breaking Bad. Yep. Um, I want to put in a postcard for, that we made. Boss Hog Liberty postcard. Yeah, do it. Um, I think All we need to put things. in a stale Jack Stone. But like what my question was is That's like, gonna be so I bet moldy. it would still be delicious. <laughs> Can you, could you, but Lee Markham, please lacquer a donut and we will put it in yeah. caramel, caramel with nuts, no, lacquer I'm just going to get a donut and I'm going to, I'm going to coat it in epoxy. Yep. That's yeah. what I want. That's what we need. We need a Jack's donut. That's been, that's <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike is jumping. Mike right Broyles. I am not, I'm highly functioning <laughs> because I am not an alcoholic. Um, I, I do have a serious note on on that. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda Gosh, I've it's done like, it. I've my done question, it. my thought was I'm whenever I was writing the, the show capsule. notes today, I'm like, I'm thinking about the time capsule and I saw <laughs> that Sarah had put in a Facebook comment, oh, we have to put Twilight in. And then Zach Bertram commented under it and he's like, this is 2022, not 2012. <laughs> And, well, uh, but, but so, you know, on that kind so it's of like, how far back can we go on that art? What is this era? I had the realization the other day that there's not going to be anything. Kent Benson, IU Milwaukee bucks related in there. There's not going to be anything Steve offered related at all. I don't even think the offers were in town in 72. Um, you know, how much history was missed in the last 50 years. That's not going to be in there. And so how much of that do you, you know, pay attention to because I think also on the opposite side of this coin, a time capsule is that snapshot in time. It's that moment. What matters right. in that in that four or five? So years? I don't That's know. I, too. I don't know. I think that a majority of it needs to be that. But uh, I don't know. Maybe we put a, a little box inside that says, "Hey, here's what you missed," and then the rest mm, of the capsule I is. Like that. Is it going to hey, be encased in concrete? Yes, and you have to chip. It. It's going to be a number lock nice. and. It's that we're gonna do like a uh, Da Vinci Hope those code. Pansies in twenty seventy two have got freaking <laughs> muscle calluses on their thumbs. Get a Probably hammer not. and chisel out. Like Dakota, cool. Dakota Assuming, Davis buried this. But they have a robot do it for them. Probably could do like a little highlight and put it like on a thumb drive of various things like Newcastle. Related. Yeah, thumb drive was the other one. Yeah, right. Even something like uh, some um, drone footage, maybe. They'll pick yeah. up the thumb drive. The HGTV like, Art Town submission that you. Uh, oh yeah, you there, you I, there you I, go. I got a new drone. I can cover most of Newcastle from nice. my house. But mm. uh, but like you know, Butler's thing is a Newcastle thing, but it was very much a Newcastle thing. Oh yeah, right. All those teams had Newcastle people on yep. them. Right now, Purdue's doing very well with the Newcastle alum on the team, and so like so, yeah. So well, see, and that's and so my goal. Spoiler. Um, and I haven't even talked with Betsy. Betsy is the co-chair on this committee with me, but I would love to have Mason come home um, this summer 
and speak it, to put it in the ground. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's the last minute submission of, you know, a Jersey. We need to put a dangle, uh, a thumb drive in there with an NFT on it. <laughs> oh, the Newcastle it'd be NFT. Like, it'd be like Michael Scott, go sell these rocks. Make <laughs> sell this NFT and it's going to be worth you. We know, could get another one of those, uh, our little crypto wallets, throw some random crypto on there. Throw I'm, in there. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. listen, I'm all on for that because how many roads should we not need that could be paved in Imagine 2072? We put, we put like, uh, we'll be hovering there. We put like, Eight Dogecoin on there. Mike Guffey says and we need to record like, the bicep measurements and put that in the time capsule. <laughs> in 50 years, they're going to go, what the hell did listen, they care about 22? Listen. There's the bicep member measurements of all the sheriff's games. All right, yeah, and they're all going to be weak. I, th- I think we go ahead. Hammer and chisel. John, go ahead. John Sproles, go ahead and meet with your attorney. And in your state, go ahead and have your right bicep chopped off. Um, <laughs> of course, I guess it'll already, it'll already be buried. So Preserved never mind. in a jar. Yeah, never mind. That's too late. Too late. Yeah, Carl Pointer mentioned. The I believe you're park, having like, John Sproles killed off before June. Yeah, no, there. I don't want that at all. For the record, you want that 50 years from now. Just when he dies, yeah. we'll 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 bury, we'll bury it. another. We'll bury it next to the time capsule with like a little flag. He, you could see some muscle definition there. That's the so sixth got, thing that was said tonight. He's got that a somebody healthy body back. fat. Level. Grandpa, Grandpa, what's that big hill in front of the <laughs> courthouse? Well, well, Sonny, that's John Sproles' bicep. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, Carl and Carl Pointer, something bicycle related. I think that's right up his alley. And also, uh, kudos to the Pointer brothers. Uh, I saw in the Courier too that five they years. are five years getting ready to celebrate five years. And you know, it's if you've been in there and talked to those guys, it's not a business. It's totally a culture, and it is infectious in this community. And also, yeah. I think uh, Carl Pointer's birthday is today. I think he turned uh, seventeen. So happy birthday, Carl! You know, whenever I was growing up. Um, skateboarding started to become a thing again. Yeah. Like it died off for right. a little bit and then it started to become a thing again. And uh, the Pointer Brothers were a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. And I, I mean, it's not just that. I know Carl, like I see some footage of Carl like internationally, right. I think, competing. But it, I mean, he is a marketing guru. He takes fabulous photographs. Um, I, I don't know what those guys can't do, but their attitude and demeanor, man, we've needed that for a long time, especially for the kids in this community. I know the kids love them. Um, and just that culture they've created at the skate park, uh, is, is huge, uh, especially because, you know, when they were talking about the skate park early on, which by the way is, I think, uh, based on the last parks board meeting, maybe getting a small expansion, but um, nice. it, it's just it taken off, and the the culture they've created there is so positive. Even when even when it's not positive, like they know <laughs> the people know yep. that that's not the way it normally is. There, we were like a a big deal, uh, or sorry, it, we were begging for a skate park, right? Like 2010, uh, whenever I was skateboarding. And like the best place around like Spiceland area that you mm-hmm. could get to skate was actually like riding your bike. Like I lived in Dunreath, so I was lucky. Yep. But like all like my friends from Spiceland would like have to ride their bike with their skateboard and a backpack. There's a little church mm-hmm. in Dunreath that mm-hmm. had like sweet brand new concrete 
steps and places. <laughs> and that was the place to ride your skateboard. And Carl Pointer says, thanks, guys. Uh, and I am 17 year olds. So that's correct. I would, <laughs> I would try to confirm it, but Carl has not accepted my friend request. Oh, that's been, that's been sitting in the, in Oof. the, over three years, I think it's been sitting in the inbox and he's just, I'm just left unread. I do think it's really cool. Like we used to get a lot of hate. Um, oh yeah. And I'm sure that, I'm sure that they, yeah, that's got that buzz still has to be there a little bit, but I also think, and I, and I don't know, maybe that's what I, I think that that's just kind of the way Kyle and Carl are built that, you know, it's that positivity and that has grown and shown the people that maybe had that negative. I mean, Tony Hawk perspective. was always that way too. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, as true. big as what he was always such a positive person was like in everything he did realize that there were a lot of kids watching him Yeah, and he needed to be a good person. Uh, yeah, you know, skateboarding. I remember, uh, riding a skateboard at night in Spiceland. Just, I was like literally on the sidewalk with a friend of mine and we're just doing like the yep. most basic things we can do, like <laughs> trying to get a heel flip and it wouldn't work. Like just constantly busting our knees. Yep. And then these two old ladies walk up to us with flashlights. They got like those big mag lights. And they go, whacked you. You boys need to go home. We're taking our town back. <laughs> and look, 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 this is spice. Th- this is twenty years later. That is stuck with you. It's like there's like one well, bridge in spice on it, and there's like a little piece of spray right. paint on it. What do you think this is? As somebody who goes by Baker Park a lot on foot, that's probably the one of the most positive things that's happened for like younger people in this town. Oh yeah. Since I've been alive. Like it's it's by far, I think, short of the pool during the summer, but year round. Yep. It's the most used thing I've ever seen in my life. You would be shocked. Well at all hours of the people night. Are the, yes. Yeah. And not it, just that. In horrible like it's I mean, rain or snow, not necessarily, but it can be thirty four degrees and cloudy and there's four or five people yep. over there. As long as it's in, not snowy. In all ages you see people and everybody's mm-hmm. being polite. Um, yep. They honestly, they're so polite. They chased off some of the not as polite yep, people that used exactly. to hang out the basketball. They court. have self-regulated. Like they, they cleaned it. up Baker right. Park. Yep. Um, I look forward to breaking an arm there someday. Whenever Mark Fultz finally finds I have, the time to take me down there, I'm going to learn how to skateboard and crack my head and break my arm. I have tried it, and it is super scary. It's going to be. A I fracture. need to try a bike. So, Carl, let's get together. I want to try a bike. Uh, but also, um, you know, tourism. These is, are your final thoughts to make it count. Yeah, we're mov- we're moving into final. Whoa. Thoughts. Okay, tourism is a <laughs> big to, topic. Dakota to has to be lifting weights in two hours. Yeah. Well, I also got to pee. So, uh, <laughs> I, I do too. That's tourism is a buzzword right now because of the food and beverage money and the number of people that come from out of town just for the skate park. And so that gets you thinking, okay, they're coming from 70 to three to Trojan lane to main street. Like that's where I think the conversation is starting. Um, Oh, aside from downtown, obviously. Um, yeah, it's a huge draw, not just for locals, but for people out of town as well. So, uh, I mean, final thoughts, appreciate coming on the show. I love, you know, I I was I saw that picture that I shared today and was reflecting on that uh show. I had just thrown out a smoking ban on city <laughs> property, which I still don't think is a terrible idea if we're being totally honest. I think honest. it's already banned. It's uh, that's a terrible idea. But the the fa- <laughs> I will never forget Clay's face when Jeremiah said, "Okay, should we take a smoke break?" and I was like, "Gosh, well that was only 10 minutes." <laughs> and Clay was looking at me and he was going 
And I was like, oh, this is a, that's a, that's a segue. Uh, super appreciate what you guys do here for the community. It's always a blast coming on. Um, have a great time with you guys. I'm glad we could talk about local politics because that's what matters. So, you know, if you have not filed to run, you still have a couple weeks to file. And I hope you do that. And I've, Dakota will crush your campaign and say you shouldn't bother. 10 inches. That's all you got on your biceps. <laughs> If you're running against Betsy Mills, then you shouldn't bother. So super excited to see what this year brings with the election, with the bicentennial. But it's really just about your neighbors. Be a good neighbor. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, positivity. A, I'm now in a we can't confirm or request each other battle with Carl Poitner. Apparently, Uh-oh. Facebook is broken. Wait, too late. The, the, the stars don't align. We'll never be. Now we're friends. Okay. I made it happen. <laughs> that was close. Okay. I almost had to create a new Facebook account. Zachary. What you got for me? I don't have much. Great. Uh, normal. I'm trying to think if there's anything. I mean, I'm foggy. I don't know what day it is. It was a holiday week, so I'm a little confused. Um, it's Wednesday. You'll be uh, you'll be down at the Elks tomorrow night. Is yeah. that why you're confused, Zach? Or did you have some of this Mad Dog? No, yeah, I had some. <laughs> I had some sugar free AL8 over here, which reminded me of Pepsi's uh, Clear what? from back in the day. Nice. Um, I don't know the normal uh, L and K. Get some beef. Uh, Beehive Body Company. <laughs> buy some soaps. Um and thanks for the laces from the Caterpie people. What's so. the promo code? Woo Why are you taking 20, my final 22. thoughts? I told you at the <laughs> beginning of dang Patreon what my final thoughts were, and you're gonna go ahead and steal them right now, remember, Zach. I can't remember what happened earlier today. God, We've been dude, on a long. This is insane. A long, strange trip since then to go. <laughs> you're getting a, <laughs> a long, you're getting a five percent dock in your pay for been. that. I can tell you just, that. Just remember, Zach works for free. We should abuse him just, just, just enough that he still keeps coming back. Now I got nothing. <laughs> I'm hosting this dang show and I got nothing. <laughs> I want to see somebody's picture though of them handing the person their paperwork to file with their shirt pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a pro vaxxer? Nope. Just showing the bicep circumference. <laughs> I'm told, I'm told it's important when you run for sheriff. You don't time. have a 16 inch bicep. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I need, doesn't ca- if you're over twenty percent body found, it doesn't count. I'm gonna be honest. I need, <laughs> I need, I need the measurements from Harold Griffin and Butch Baker as well. <laughs> We're so we level restore, playing field, so we can put them level playing. So field. we can put them in in the time capsule, so we know <laughs> what the past sheriffs had as well. <laughs> that probably, might make Rick's more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look at how we measured up with the rest. That of one's got to beat Rick. Be like in their official that. picture from now on, like their official picture is like slightly sideways. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much like? How I be, I wonder how long it's been since Rick has like lifted weights. I know that he was big on weightlifting in the past, but I bet what like, tells you that I bet that he could uh, <laughs> walk into the gym right now and pull like he could probably pull like three eighty five on. A he probably does at without three a.m. Like, when nobody's there and just walks out. Probably when I did the weightlifting class for the YMCA is uh, when I was like I went fourteen, sixteen. He was the one that taught it. No Nick, kid. Yeah. Nick Estel uh, has. I wonder uh, what his total was back then. Nick Estel has thousand struck gold. Way more. He says it's not the bicentennial; it's the biceptennial. Biceptennial. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Listen, oh. we're all you know. We're gonna have bicentennial shirts. None of them are gonna have sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be cut off. <laughs> uh, I love this. All right. I do, hey, will you thoughts. give me one of the shirts? Done. Give me a small. Yep. I'm going to make extra it very small. small. Extra small. I'd like extra small. Medium, please. No, <laughs> medium's pretty tight on me. Give me a small. A small is going to be way too tight. That's awesome. already. 
I'm crossing my legs. I, we're talking about bicycles, and it reminds me that my father started a new business. Oh, yeah. uh, Pops Recycle Shop in, uh, in Rush County. But he, he, he comes up here. He picks up bikes. He takes them down there. He's, uh, he specializes in vintage Schwins. So They're, check him out on Facebook. I've been, sharing, I've been sharing their stuff. He, uh, if you want a bike and you want one redone, if you have a, if you have an old Schwinn, you want it done, he can, uh, he can work that out. He's been sourcing them and, uh, he's got a little inventory of, uh, of some Schwins that might be available for somebody that wants to buy one. I think I've, I've uh, or if you have something you're after, he, uh, he usually finds it, uh, pretty quickly in, uh, through the network he's developed, but he does some incredible work of rehabbing these, uh, these original, he does. uh, Chicago Schwins. They went over, they, you know, they went to China, as Trump would say. They they became all these these Chinese China. China. But if you find if you find one of those Chicago vintage ones from the sixties and seventies, he's he's oh, all about it. That's awesome. He's been doing some fantastic work. And my Good mother would like for some of them to leave because I think there's about twenty five <laughs> bicycles in the garage at this point. Let's yeah, catch twenty two. If there's bicycles, he's not in the house. That's true. I've, uh, <laughs> I've restored a lot of like old tools and things. I yeah. I really enjoy doing that. And like what your dad is doing is even. It gives it a second life. It's it's so cool. Yeah, it's it's a really neat thing. Um, He's outfitted the entire family. Everybody in the family now has a uh, has has a vintage Schwinn. Good for him. So I've got a uh, I've got a three speed uh, banana yellow. Bet you could pay your rent with a vintage swim. Rent. Not in this town. It's expensive. The the rent's gone up so much in the Dickon town. To your landlords here, (laughs) I think they might be interested. Our rent went up. Patreon.com slash <laughs> Absolutely. If you appreciate this show and you want to keep it on the air, I mean, uh, it did go up. It, 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 truly, it truly did. <laughs> <laughs> it truly did. But that's okay. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> such a troublemaker. Oh, we were <laughs> so right. close. Hey, this has been fun. <laughs> I'm told we're going to have a local author on next week, and then we got our annual review coming up the week after that. It'll be a annual much more review. serious show okay. next week. I, don't I know. bet you could make it not I serious. bet there'll be bourbon. All right, that's Bad enough dog. of this. We'll see you all next week. I got a week to finish a book.